Hello, gorgeous. This episode is brought to you by my Heal Your Money Beliefs workbook and training. And I am bringing it to you for free because the training and the workbook is so powerful. And it truly is my mission to help more good-hearted, mission-minded, soul-led, purpose-driven leaders make more money and make more impact. And so I wanted to bring this out to you to help you through this time of uncertainty. If you're feeling funky about money or where your money is coming from, I wanted to bring this to you so that we can all heal our money beliefs together and rise and champion each other. So make sure you grab it in the description below and download it and then watch the training. It's about an hour long. It's so powerful and it will be a massive game changer for you as well. And I cannot wait to hear how it serves you in shifting your money mindset as well, because this is basically everything I lay on the table as to how I shifted mine from being broke and in debt to now loving my business and being able to travel all over the world with my family. And it is truly a blessing and I am nothing special. And through doing this work, this is what how I was able to transform my money mindset and recover from an eating disorder as well. Crazy. Like it's super powerful. So I'm excited to hear how it serves you. Download it below. Welcome to the Princess and the Bee podcast, the place to be to build your empire as queen of your body, business, and life. I'm your host, Kimberly Spencer, founder of crownyourself.com, and I'm an award-winning coach, Amazon best-selling author, and multi-passionate entrepreneur. Each week, I give you the systems, strategies, and success stories to help you master your mindset, communicate with ease, and triple your productivity so you make the income and the impact you deserve. Imagine this podcast as your weekly spark of inspiration as you take it to the next level with all the bees of your life, body, business, bank account, boys, and babies. Let's make it rain. Hello, my fellow sovereigns, and welcome back to another episode of The Princess and the Bee. I am so excited to be here with you. I know it has been a hot minute since I have recorded an episode because... I can give all the excuses in the world, and frankly, life, and frankly, we were so slammed with launching our agency, and I didn't think I'd have to start hiring people so fast. So I (laughs) was a little surprised because I've never had an offer like our guest podcasting agency, Communication Queens, take off so fast and have so much demand, and then also have all the teams and support and systems and then travel and all the things that have been all wonderful. And content production really took a back burner for me for the summer and for Q3, pretty much all of Q3. And as we are about to enter into Q4, I am just excited to be back here with you. I am excited to go into this next phase of life with such freaking gusto. There are some big transformations that are on the horizon for the Spencer family. And uh, no, I am not pregnant again. I just want to be clear about that. Um, That I, I am birthing. I told Spike, I said, I am birthing a new version of me this year. Like this is not, I'm not birthing another human out of me at this moment. The new human that I birth is going to be myself. And 
there are just some really exciting developments. Uh, as you know, I have been back in Los Angeles for the past uh, eight months. Now it's now been eight months since we moved back from Australia. And it there has been so much transition with moving family members and closing out lives of my dad's life, my grandma's life, my aunt's life, all the people who passed uh, last year, and then also closing out or we're currently in negotiations for our deal for my parents' business, my family business that my parents have had and I've grown up with for 30 plus years. Um, And that, that in and itself is a grieving process and peace and especially for my mom and so we are navigating all the feels and all the deals that are going along with that um, so that she can begin anew when we when we move next year Um, so like I said there are some massive transitions happening and I am so excited to be back here supporting you with content and being here through those transitions because I feel like globally from what I pick up from all of my clients, from just the my, our community and the world at large is that there are some pretty intense shifts happening even post-pandemic. And I think that just like there was back in 2020, there's a lot of fear. It's just a different type of fear. And fear comes in many flavors. And as you know, it's it's never new new level, new devils. It's new level and it's the same damn devil. It's that damn devil of fear coming back in again. And I know when you're entering into the unknown, as we are, you know, branching into the unknown of moving, of of leaving a city that I have loved and called home for 35 years and closing out a very, very pertinent, poignant chapter in, I, I'm not even going to say chapter, like it's it's like a freaking volume of, of life and beginning something new. And I'm so excited. I am so here for it. And I am so honored to be in the place that I am and to have done the work that I've done on myself personally and as a family. And um, I this summer, it wasn't just Spike and I getting certified as NLP master practitioners. I also sent my mom to, to NLP school. Um, and she came back and she's having some really amazing breakthroughs. And so it was so great to be able to now communicate on that level to have that level of understanding of awareness of language and um, conscious parenting and uh, and just being able to regroup and shift these dynamics but I know that when you enter into the unknown it is scary and feels funky and doesn't feel safe and it feels like sometimes that there's no certainty and that there everything is on shaky ground. And I don't just feel that for me, but and for our transitions of what we're moving into, but I also see that and feel that from from clients and from our community and from the world at large. And so I really wanted to address the shakiness. And I know when that when the pandemic started, I started blogging and I did 90 days from fear to faith. And I'm not going to be doing 90 days of podcasting. But I will do a level of consistency that is very different than, you know, 
being absent for a few summers, or not summers, but months, in order to kind of recalibrate, regroup, and reset. And so now I feel reset and set on a foundation that is very different. And having the amazing team, growing team, fast growing team that I have now is just, it makes it all the more easier for me to be able to, to keep producing content, keep putting this out there. Because I do want to address one of the greatest fears that people have right now, and that's the fear around money. Because I don't know about you, I was talking to one of my clients, and she was like, Kim, <laughs> to see your investments plummet, plummet a million dollars. Like, that's what most people want to make in their lifetime. And yet, you know, to see that of like all your hard work and put it, constantly doing the due diligence of putting money in and whatnot. And I'm, I'm not giving any sort of financial advice here, obviously, but I'm just sharing experiences to see that drop. And I know like for us, we've seen our investments drop with the fluctuations of the stock market and crypto and all that. And there, when the economy feels like it's going awry and the news is saying it's going awry and people are screaming and, and getting worried about recession, recession, recession. It's very easy to allow our amygdalas to be swept up again in fear. And just like with the pandemic, just like with what I said all throughout that time, even when my dad was in the hospital, even when he died, like all through that time, I have consistently and will continue to always and forevermore ring the battle cry of possibility. I remember when I was at Business Mastery in 2020, it was like such divine timing. And it was also such like a lean in moment of me choosing to go <laughs> very last minute. Um, I think I literally made my payment two weeks before it started. And and I went in January 2020, and every every major business that we know now today that are, are the multi-billionaire unicorns, those were created in a recession. So a recession, I'm going to say this, and you guys like may not like this, a recession is a mindset. I know I said it. And I will say that I have seen, because I've now, this will be my second recession that I've gone through as a business owner. Um, my first was in 08 when I was freelance teaching Pilates. And honestly, I was not impacted. And you'd think that like a luxury, some people would call it a luxury service like Pilates, um, would be the first to go. But it was not. I consistently had clients. I never doubted my ability to have clients. I always was booked. I And even though I, I would hear people um, or my parents complain about a recession, I just, in that space, chose to be unavailable for it. Like, I didn't know that it was something that I, a belief system that I had to buy into. I just knew that if I kept showing up, if I kept doing the work, 
if I kept delivering epic value for my clients, if I kept serving them to the best of my abilities, if I kept holding my boundaries when it came to my price, like we didn't do any price dropping or anything like that, that I would continue to be booked. And I was. I ended up making more money back then um, as a Pilates instructor than I'd ever made. And for me, that was back when $55,000 was a lot of money. And for many, it is. And that is the thing about the mindset. You have a choice as to what you allow into your mindset and to what excuses you choose to subscribe to. It is, yes, and yes, I use that word subscribe very, very deliberately because you can also just as easily choose to unsubscribe. And yes, subscribing to a belief system is just like subscribing to an email list. You opt in. Somewhere, consciously or unconsciously, you opt in to a belief system. Now, the deeper you're seeing it result in your external circumstances in a negative way, the more unconscious a projection it is. So let me break that down. Our perception is our projection, and that is what is created in our reality. The more self-aware of our intern- our own internal belief systems, thought patterns, values, and decisions that we have, limiting decisions, self-limiting beliefs, and all that, the more we will be aware of when certain things come into our consciousness. Things that are already in our consciousness that we like having in our consciousness reflect and project happily. Things that we are deeply unconscious of that we don't like project unhappily. And so looking at something like if you are struggling with sales, it's very easy and the rest of the world will not fault you for it if you choose to blame the economy. If you choose to blame, you know, whatever you want to blame. No one, like, there are many people in this world that will support you in that belief system. But my question to you is, is that belief system getting the result that you say that you want? If it's not, if it's continuing to procure the results of not having the sales that you want, then check yourself and maybe it's a shift in the belief system that the economy is really the thing that's really causing the issue. And maybe it's not you who maybe may need to be reaching out to different people. Now, it's not to say that don't be aware of what's going on in the world and what's going on with the economy. Absolutely. Monitor your money. Be aware of where it is. Know how much you're spending. Know how much you're saving. Know how much you're continuing to invest because the market will go up. It always does. Now, I'm not saying that, again, as financial advice, but be aware, be cognizant, take ownership of your own actions and take ownership of what are the actions that you are taking to procure more sales. 
What are the actions that you are taking as a business owner, as a leader to grow, to expand, to double down on your on what it is that you say that you are trusting to manifest in, into your reality? So being aware of that mindset, I have seen people who have gone through recessions who make heaps of money and I have seen people who go through recessions and they get you know plummeted what's the difference well if there are people that go through a recession and profit and make money and grow financially and their business thrives then that means that just because that there's a recession doesn't mean that you need to be personally affected by it. Let me say that again. Just because there is a recession does not mean that you need to be personally affected by it. Now, looking at that example of the people who profit, the people make he- who he- make heaps of money through a recession... The reason why I say that it means that you don't have to be, that is an example of possibility because that means that you don't have to be personally affected by it. Now, that's not to say that, yeah, you don't see, currently see the stocks are down. You know, I definitely see that. And I also know and I also believe and have absolute trust and certainty in my ability and my skill set that I've cultivated over 10, over 10 years of being an entrepreneur and my ability to sell. My ability to continue to not rely on other people to deliver me my income, but to continue to provide value and service that actually helps serve people in a way that they need to be served so that they get their businesses making more money too. That is my sole goal is to help more soul as an S-O-L-E and soul as an S-O-U-L to help more good-hearted, mission-minded, conscious leaders make more money and make more impact. And it also starts with what it, what is it that you believe? Henry Ford, you know, the founder of Ford, said whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. So what that quote means is it's correlated to your belief system. What you think manifests into your reality. If you think the recession will affect you and impact you, it will. Just like if all the people who like to blame Mercury in retrograde and they're like, ah, I think this will affect me and (laughs) impact me and and then it manifests into their reality. Now, is that to say that it's 100%? That happens with everybody? No, not necessarily. So being aware of what are the results that you are, that are resulting from your actions. And if you don't like your results, and if you don't like your external circumstances, then how can you, A, number one, accept where you're at? That doesn't mean you accept and lie down like a dog and surrender and just play dead. That means you just accept, okay, this, this, and this, and this have led to this circumstance. 
I don't like this circumstance. <laughs> it's uh, It reminds me of Declan's, Declan's book um, that he just started reading himself, um, The Green Eggs and Ham. I don't like this Sam I am. And that perception of like, I, I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like this belief system until you maybe try something new like green eggs and ham, though personally that sounds actually quite grotesque. Um, <laughs> green eggs and ham sounds really nasty, but it's a great book. And it's a great book about shifting the power of perception through taking a new action, like trying something new, like trying on a new belief system and then how that new belief system can ripple in to all the different ways and ex- ways that you can experience your proverbial green eggs and ham. So looking at if you do not like the results that you are currently experiencing in your world, in your reality, then by perception being projection, how can you change your perception of your reality so you project a different reality and thus create a different reality? Because the two laws, the law of cause and effect, and perception being projection, which is proven by mirror neurons and our own potential holographic universe, which is just a whole other a whole other tangent and a concept that's so cool and also um, gives you so much power. Because even though you may not, like the rest of the world may want to live at effect and blame the economy and blame, you know, the government and blame so-and-so and, you know, blame their old boss and blame their, you know, even though the rest of the world may want to live at effect or even, you know, heck, blaming yourself, that's also not being at cause. That's also not being fully at cause, taking full responsibility, taking ownership, because ownership in ownership, in true ownership, there is no blame. There is simply acceptance and making a new choice, a new decision, and setting a new boundary of what you will and will not accept in your reality. And if you aren't accepting something, if you realize that you have been tolerating something that you no longer want to tolerate, then choose a different path. Make new choices. For example, if you don't like tolerating low sales, then look at, and and if you have been, and it's okay, if you have been in the past blaming something, the economy, yourself, whatever, take a moment, forgive yourself, forgive your own perception, accept where you are, where your bank account is, where your finances are, where you're at, everything in your external reality that you have co-created with your relationship with the universe. And when you take that moment to accept, then look at, okay, if we were to work this back like a math problem, think of it like universal algebra, right? So I remember in algebra where you have like one plus X equals Y. So we got we got the Y. We got the, the Y circumstance, right? Of like, this is the Y that we are stuck in of our circumstances that we're like, I don't like this. Why am I here? Why do I why am I getting these results? So we got the Y. We gotta find out what X is. 
And what are the causes that cause that effect, that cause that result that you don't like? Maybe you were facing, you know, some challenges at home. Maybe you fell off your game a little bit and got a little discouraged and then got a little down. Or maybe you surrounded yourself with some negative Nellies and realized that you were choosing to buy into gossip or the news or, you know, the the circumstances of the world. What is it that you made a choice, consciously or unconsciously, to that created the reality that you're currently in? So I can look back and let's take this podcast, for example, right? So I can look back and say, well, why wasn't I consistent over the past few months? Well, one, I accept the fact I wasn't consistent. And that's okay, because we're all works in progress. Do not put anyone up on a pedestal, including me. Like, never, like when you put someone up on a pedestal, pedestals are very shaky, unstable surfaces. They are bound to crash down. And then it's very disappointing when your statue crashes of the idol that you've created, of the perception of who you thought someone was. So putting your success or your past success or yourself or anyone else up on a pedestal, eh, <laughs> it's that that's a recipe for disaster. So if I were to just take this, my own very transparent example of consistency with this podcast, the result is our podcast numbers dropped. Obviously, I didn't have uh, downloads going for two months. So our numbers didn't really increase. And they increased, you know, micro (laughs) in a a micronutrient density (laughs) but they didn't really increase and so our one of our principles one of our core values at crown yourself is grow or die and so as i'm looking at this one medium of our content production and i'm seeing it not grow and thus i'm like oh do i gotta kill this sucker like do i gotta kill the podcast i don't want to kill the podcast i then had to look at okay core value filtered my decision through my core value. Second, okay, I've been struggling with bandwidth. I was in a very intensive month-long certification program for NLP Master Prac, Timeline Therapy Master Practitioner and and becoming a master hypnotist. So that was pretty intense. And then a few weeks later, I decided to sign up for another very intense, like week-long mastermind of deep soul-searching and breakthroughs. Okay, cool. So I made two choices that ended up resulting in me being having a little bit more work than I normally do on top of running a business and launching an entirely separate division for our business, for our Communication Queens Agency. Gotcha. So I look at all these circumstances. I look at the results of our podcast numbers dropping and I'm like, duh, <laughs> of course they did. Of course they didn't. Like not dropping. I th- I perceive dropping when they're, I'm like stagnant. Really, it's stagnant. Um, and grow or die being a value. I'm like, do I choose to lean in and keep going and keep growing? Or do I choose to simply let it go? And I'm like, I have a podcasting agency. No, I'm not letting this go. I love having guests on my show. I love the conversations. I love the feedback I get from you guys. Like I love I love the connection and the intimacy of podcasting. It feels incredibly incongruent for me not to have a podcast. So what do I need to double down on? What do I need to 
enroll. And fortunately, because the agency has catapulted me into hiring more people beyond what I thought what I, I was initially capable of, of hiring multiple people um, and w- one at a time, like week after week, I'm not hiring like multiple people at the same time, but I'm like, it's one after the other, after the other, after the other, after the other. Um, and looking at that, and then saying, oh, okay, well, now I've hired a copywriter for our agency division. Well, why don't they do some of the copywriting for some of our SEO for the podcast? And and so seeing that, I'm like, oh, great. I've now freed up some space because there were certain things with podcast production that were still dependent upon me that I no longer wanted to be dependent upon me. I frankly don't have the time. I frankly, nor do I have the energetic bandwidth to be able to do those things like I am available for genius zone that's it (laughs) that's really where my my line is being drawn because with the kids getting older I really just want to spend a lot more time with them and Colton is such a quality time love language that I need to honor that and be there for him I it's it's different with him because he's not he stopped breastfeeding at eight, seven, eight months. And so my connection with him is different than it was with Declan, where Declan and I had a very deep connection because Declan breastfed until two and a half. So there was that always that like intimate time of just he and I and just like gazing into each other's eyes and cuddling each other. And and Colton has frankly cuddled a lot more with Spike because I've I've been, you know, building an empire and working. Um, and that's been our shift in roles that have happened as as Colton came into the picture this past year. And allowing for that, recognizing for that, and looking at all the circumstances and like, what in my circumstances do I like? What in my circumstances do I not like? And then becoming very crystal clear and aware of like, what are the things that I don't like? And how can I shift those projections within myself so then I can project something that I actually do like? So if there's a perception of something that I don't like within myself, I got to clean that shit up for me. And then I'll project something different into the world. But unless I've cleared up the negative emotions, the self-limiting beliefs, the doubts, the fears, the the, you know, annoyances that I have going through through my mind, then it's going then that shit's going to project out. The same is true for something macro like the economy and a recession. If there are negative emotions that you have around money, clean that shit up. If there are self-limiting beliefs, like the recession is going to impact your your income and your your ability to thrive, then clean that sh- those beliefs up first. Look at what is it that you would like to believe and find people who are doing something, who are succeeding, and examples and surround yourself with examples of possibility of people who know who do not buy in who do not subscribe to the belief system that yes while there may be a at least nationwide if not worldwide recession happening because of the you know post pandemic and all that but people who are you know who acknowledge that it's happening and that who also acknowledge that it's not going to affect them like yeah sure it affected the stock market and some of that and in the ultimate scheme of things, money is a game that is played by faith and by trust and by vision and by leaning into the possibility and tr- learning to trust in that skill set 
trust in the energy of you being able to manifest even more far beyond than what you thought possible. So lean into your faith during these times because it is so easy to be dragged down into fear and unconsciousness. And if certain things are manifesting in your reality that you do not like, then check your own projections. That's the biggest piece of taking ownership. And it's the biggest piece that no one wants to have a conversation around because it's so much easier to play a victim. And I will let you know, my fellow sovereigns, that there is a new version of me that is coming through that is a bit more disruptive because I am an Enneagram 8. I am a challenger. I was recently reminded in doing um, the business negotiations and supporting my mom through you know, million dollar business negotiation, possible buyout deal. I was recently reminded by my husband, he's like, you're disrupting what the status quo was. And I was like, oh, fuck, that's why. (laughs) But that's the thing is that I do believe that a part of my purpose was to disrupt some systems that frankly do need some disruption. And the, the system and the the system of unconsciousness that we have been living with as a society of allowing for ourselves to deflect and give away our own power to blame others instead of taking personal responsibility and this ultimately through personal responsibility actually getting to claim our own power of the power that we have as human beings as the divine incarnate to be able to manifest amazing things in this world amazing epic things i am so excited for what we are manifesting in this next year do i have any idea how we're gonna do it i have some idea i have clues i have hints i of course have strategy and i have a vision but the exact step by step of how everything will unfold no but i have faith i have faith in something that is unseen But I have seen it in my mind's eye and you got to see it there first before you see it anywhere else. And when you think of those moments of those college kids in who started Facebook and Instagram and um, the big companies and Uber and Airbnb, all of these were born out of the recession of 2007-2008. These the availability of the internet that we know today in 2022 just gosh making me do math 14 years ago airbnb was not a thing to go get into somebody's the stranger's car was something that was weird and only reserved for taxis like these companies changed and revolutionized the face of our earth as we know it in a recession, what belief system do you think their founders were subscribing to? Because I highly doubt that it was buying into that recession means recession of ideas and possibilities. Recession is simply a state of the economy. And so it is a state of worry. But if you choose to look through the lens of possibility and see that most of the greatest companies that we know today like the fight and by greatest I mean like financially wealthy companies today the billion dollar industries they were created in the winter the seasonal winter of business the recessions 
because that is when the true merit of a founder is founded. When they cultivate a resilience and an ability to seek out ideas and possibility. Because just because there's a recession does not mean that there needs to be a recession on your mindset of possibility, of your mindset of creativity, and of your mindset of adaptability and flexibility so that you can pivot with the next thing that comes along. Follow those nudges. Follow those intuitive guidances. Lean in to this time. Like when I was at Business Mastery and Tony said, winter is coming. He's like, it's coming soon. And this was before anyone knew really about the pandemic. But he said, like, he said, I don't know when it's going to land, but it's going to land. It's going to land hard. And those who are positioned with the right mindset, who are focused on possibility, vision, potential, and future will be able to plant seeds that they will harvest and it will be a bountiful, fruitful season of autumn. We just got to get through this winter first. And if I can support you through this winter as we actually move into, you know, autumn and winter, but if, if I can support you through this podcast to do that, to give you the tools, the systems, the belief systems to lean into, to start unsubscribing from the unconsciousness uh, and the victim mentality of society and choose to instead lean into your own possibility and greatness and the expansion of your ideas, then I can definitely find bandwidth for that because that is my sole purpose. So... If you like this episode, if it resonated with you, I am so honored to be back here with you. And let's take this winter by freaking storm. Remember to own your throne, mind your business, because your reign is now. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If what you heard resonated with you, be sure to subscribe and share your breakthroughs and ahas with me by leaving a review on iTunes so I can keep the magic flowing your way. And if you aren't already following us on social media, come experience the extra inspiration and queenly convos on Instagram at crown yourself now or visit our website at crownyourself.com. I am so excited to connect with you in the next episode. And in the meantime, go out there and create a body, business, and life that rules.